hivi sasa ni na dakika 25 East Africa time Majira ya Afrika Mashariki And I welcome you to our Sunday service Na ninawakaribisha katika ibada yetu ya Jumapili Tonight is going to be very very mighty service Usiku wa leo inaenda kuwa ibada kuu kabisa A big service Ibada kubwa kabisa And we have a tremendous message Na tunao ujumbe mkuu kabisa We are at this hour doing a very big study a very big study in the book of revelation Tuko katika wasahu ambao tunafanya mafundisho makubwa kabisa katika kitabu cha ufunuo discussing the rapture of the church Tukizungumza kuhusu unyakuzi wa kanisa The Lord has spoken with me about the coming of the Messiah Bwana amezungumza pamoja nami kuhusu kuja kwa Masiya And that's why you see all the nations that tuned in Na ndio sababu unaona kwamba mataifa yote yanasikiliza All the continents are on Mabara yote yanasikiliza Because this is a critical time in the history of the church Kwa sababu huu ni wakati ulionyeti kabisa katika historia ya kanisa And so I welcome you in the mighty name of Jesus Hivyo basi ninawakaribisha katika jina kula Yesu to our mega service global sunday service katika ibada yetu kuu kabisa ya Jumapili ya ulimwengu wote mzima coming to you live into your living rooms blessed people kija kwenu moja kwa moja katika masebule yenu watu wabarikiwa today is power packed na leo hii imejaa nguvu kabisa but i want to share what the lord has spoken today before we start lakini ninataka kushiriki kuhusiana na kile ambacho Bwana amenena leo hii kabla tuanze now today leo hii The Lord Almighty spoke to me about the judgment of God coming to Kenya. Bwana Mungu Mkuu Mwenyezi alizungumza pamoja nami kuhusiana na hukumu ya Mungu inayokuja Kenya. So the Lord is asking for national repentance in Kenya. Hivyo basi Bwana anaulizia toba ya kitaifa Kenya. Because I saw a highway. Kwa sababu niliona njia kuu. And some young men were chasing one another. Na vijana wengine walikuwa wanafukuzana. Groups of young men a lot of them like hundreds. Vikundi vya vijana walikuwa wanafukuzana wengi kabisa mamia. And when that highway there is a place where that highway goes like this. Halafu, turns a little bit to the right. Halafu katika njia hiyo kuu kuna mahali ambapo hiyo barabara kuu inageuka inageuka kidogo tu upande wa kulia. Kishoto ni, ni rais sana. Kulia na kishoto ni rais kusema. Please just allow me say this. Uh, uh, so the, again there is where the road turns a little right. Kuna mahali ambapo barabara inageuka kulia kidogo. And then there is a, 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 a slope part. There is a hilly part side of the road. Halafu kuna You know the road the, the Kenyan roads where by now you make a turn and then you find that It was dug a part of a hill was cut and up there also there is a footpath and families and homes up there. Na katika sehemu hii ya barabara kama vile katika barabara za Kenya unapata ya kwamba barabara ilichimbwa kabisa halafu kule juu kuna kama mlima halafu kuna watu wanaishi Barabara yenyewe ijachimbwa haina mashimo I'm talking about a tarmac road so let me just do this for the Lord this is what the Lord is saying so I need to bring it directly and accurately to these people The Lord has spoken with me about the judgment of God coming to Kenya. Bwana amezungumza pamoja nami kuhusu hukumu ya Mungu inayokuja Kenya. Leo hii. And I see a tarmac road. Na ninaona barabara kuu ya lami. I see the oncoming and the going. Ninaona kule kuja na kwenda. And then I saw hundreds of youth. Halafu niliwaona mamia ya vijana. One group is hundreds, another group is hundreds they were chasing one another. Kikundi moja ni mamia, kingine ni mamia na walikuwa wanafukuzana. And then where the Lord turns where the road turns a little bit. Halafu mahali ambapo barabara inageuka kidogo. There is a hilly part of the road. You know the way sometimes the road the, the side of the road has to be dug. It's hill, it's high up there. Kuna upande ambao ni upande wa barabara ambao ni wa kilima 
there homes and there's, there's footpaths also up there. And so one group of young men were up there. And there are hundreds. And another group on the road down here. They were fighting because of politics. So they clashed. They clashed in a terrible way there. And so there was a lot of running. So the Lord has already put me in there. I have lived that day. I have run for my life. And there is a lot of running, women with children running, and I see a lot of running, young men running, chasing one another to, to, to finish one another. And so the Lord put me in there and then I ran also with them, running for my life with them. And then I saw some police officers going in the opposite direction, trying to go and confront the fight, confront them. There was a big clash going on there. As we were running, they were going in the opposite direction. They were going to meet them. And so I saw a tremendous distress hit this country. So my advice to the politicians is this. Do your politics. But please. Don't involve loss of life. These are sheep of Christ. You can do your politics as you do it. But there are women and children. Don't lead it to loss of life. The young men were running at each other. And the Lord is asking for national repentance in this country. The Lord is saying Kenya has never repented before him. So the Lord is asking for a grand national repentance where everybody will go before the Lord. And you know who will lead that repentance. Now, I am the one who must, must lead that repentance. Not anybody else. The Lord is not a joke. You don't want the Lord to see a contestation as if you are trying to contest these two prophets. So along the way towards 2022 I will have to lead this nation into a grand mega national repentance. Because there is a very big revival in this land. And there are families. There are people who have invested in schools, businesses, everything. Hallelujah.
That is what the Lord has spoken today. Hicho ndicho ambacho Bwana amenena siku hii ya leo. The second part. Sehemu ya pili. I already shared on radio. Tayari nilishiriki kwenye masafa ya radio. The Lord lifted me up. First of all I was on the ground and I looked up. Kwanza kabisa nilikuwa katika ardhi halafu nikaangalia juu. The tremendous vision of God. Katika maono ya ajabu kabisa ya Mungu. And then when I looked up Halafu nilipotazama juu All of a sudden I found that I was above the earth. Gofla binvu nikapata kwamba nilikuwa juu ya dunia. The Lord had lifted me up above the earth. Bwana alikuwa amenunua juu juu ya dunia. And for the first time now when I looked at the earth. Na kwa mara ya kwanza sasa nilipotazama dunia. I saw the globe. I saw it like a globe. Niliona I saw one side of the globe like this. Niliona upande mmoja wa dunia kama duara namna hii. With the maps with the nation the continents I could see that side. Na mataifa na mabara niliweza kuona upande huu. So he lifted me up above the earth so he, I could see the earth like a globe. Hivyo alininua juu juu ya dunia hivyo nikaweza kuona dunia kama mduara. Today Leo hii. And then when I looked up he made me look now up from that point to look now further up. Halafu sasa kutoka mahali pale akanisababisha niangalie juu juu kabisa kabisa. And when I looked up, na nilipotazama juu kabisa, very high extremely high where eyes cannot reach. Juu juu kabisa juu sana mahali ambapo macho hayawezi kufika. Then I saw the Lord most high. Halafu nikamwona Bwana aliye juu sana. I saw the great eagle. Nikamwona tai mkubwa. And it was in a flash vision. Na yalikuwa maono ya haraka. So I saw him He, he did fly, you know the way I've shown you how he flies he glides he did fly he did glide in a flash vision he did like this remember he does not do this he glides he glides and so he did glide And then after that. Halafu baada ya hiyo. He did glide again. Akaelea tena. And then I woke up. Halafu nikaamka. But very far. Lakini mbali kabisa. Where eyes cannot see. Ambapo macho hayawezi kuona. Today I saw the great eagle. What Ezekiel describes as the great eagle. Leo hii nilimwona tai mkubwa kabisa yeye ambaye Ezekiel anamweleza kama tai mkubwa. The Lord most high. Bwana aliye juu sana. The one that Melchizedek says I am the priest of God most high. Yeye ambaye Melkizedeki anasema ya kwamba mimi ni kuhani wa Mungu aliyejuu sana. And so you can see how the Lord has ramped up visitations. Hivyo basi mnaweza kuona jinsi ambavyo Bwana ameweka hizi mitembeleo. And that should be able to tell you that time is running out. Na hii yapaswa kuambia ya kwamba wakati unayoyoma. Time is fast running out. Wakati unaisha kwa haraka kabisa. And so you, you, the Lord has ramped up one visitation after the other. Hivyo basi Bwana ameweka mtembeleo mmoja baada ya mwingine. Thank you. So can, can you get off a little bit one second before we get started again on the system? So I switch off the microphone.
mazungumzo haya about the rapture of the church kuhusiana na unyakuzi wa kanisa is the mission for which the lord sent me ndio tume ambayo kwao bwana alinituma and so we have been sharing the different visions the lord has presented to the church presented to me about the rapture of the church hivyo basi tumekuwa tukishiriki maono kadha wa kadha ambayo bwana amenionyesha ameonyesha kanisa kuhusiana na unyakuzi wa kanisa and in those visions na katika hayo maono i have made it very clear to you nimeweka wazi kabisa kwenu that the lord is emphasizing preparedness ya kwamba bwana anasisitiza kujiandaa the lord is emphasizing the need to be ready readiness Bwana anasisitiza hitaji la kuwa tayari, utayari. And that's why repentance becomes the center stage, the center piece, the center foundation of this mission. Na ndio sababu toma yafanyika msingi nyeti kabisa, shina la kati la huduma hii. Because the scriptures that lay out the benchmark of entry in heaven we know. Kwa sababu kwa sababu yale maandiko ambayo yanawekwa viwango vya kuingia katika mbinguni sote tunajua. Because he says for example in Hebrews chapter 12 verse 14. Kwa sababu anasema kwa mfano kwenye kitabu cha Hebrews 12 mstari wa 14. That make every effort to live in peace with all men and to be holy. Ya kwamba afanyeni kila bidii kuishi kwa amani na watu wote na kuwa watakatifu. For without holiness kwa maana bila utakatifu nobody will see the lord hakuna yeyote atakayemwona bwana so the scriptures that define the yardstick of god for entry into heaven are clear now hivyo basi maandiko ambayo yanaelezea kipimio cha mungu kwa ajili ya kuingia katika ufalme wa mungu yapo wazi kabisa sasa the lord has centered he has placed a premium on holiness before his throne Bwana ameweka hazina kuu kabisa kwa utakatifu mbele enzi yake. And that's why during this short time as we wait for the coming of the Messiah. Na ndio sababu katika wakati huu kipindi kifupi hiki tunapongojea kuja kwa Masiya. It is going to be very profitable, very prudent that we increase and we harness and tighten our walk in holiness. Inaenda kuwa ya busara kabisa, inaenda kuwa ya busara kabisa ni kwamba tupate kukaza, tupate kuendeleza kabisa kwa uharaka mtembeo wetu kwa utakatifu. And we began to celebrate. The scriptures that illuminate, they illuminate the coming of the Messiah to take the bride at last. Maandiko ambayo yanasherehekea kabisa na kuangaza kuja kwa Masiya kuchukua kanisa katika wakati wa unyakuzi. And we saw that we started one by one and we are now at Revelation chapter 4 verse 1. Tulianza moja baada ya nyingine halafu sasa tuko kwenye kitabu cha Ufunuo sura ya 6 mstari wa kwanza. And we will visit all of them. Na tutaendelea zote. We already began with John chapter 14 1 to 3 1 to 6 tayari tulianza na kitabu cha Yohana sura ya 14 mstari wa kwanza hadi sita ukipenda the revival in this land na leo hii ni kuu kabisa kwa sababu nilisikia kwenye masafa ya radio nilikutana nayo kwenye masafa ya radio pastors who have said no we are going where there is god no. where god is ministering god is speaking and doing wonders miracles and wonders ambapo wachungaji wamesema kwamba hapana tunaenda kwenye ubali ambapo mungu yupo mungu anatembelea mungu anafanya ishara na maajabu and miracles na miujiza people are walking the blind are seeing we must go where the lord is where the coming of the messiah is 
Messiah is being announced right from the throne of God direct to the church. Mahali ambapo kuja kwa Masiya kuna tangazo moja kwa moja kutoka katika enzi ya Mungu hadi kwa kanisa. Where repentance and holiness and righteousness is being announced and being preached. Mahali ambapo toba na utakatifu na uhafi inatangazwa inahubiriwa. Yes, I heard a little bit of the list of pastors who have crossed from different churches those people and so many people I got a report many people including Mali there's a big revival Mali a lot of people calling globally saying they have joined this ministry they are following this is their church they want to enter heaven Mali somehow we have also a big revival like like New Zealand the big revival has hit Mali also Nilisikia wengi kabisa kabisa watu wengi kabisa pamoja na kondoo pamoja na watumbaji wengi kabisa hadi kule Mali Watu wakitoka katika makanisa yao wengine wakipeana shamba zao. Where the church is. Mahali ambapo kanisa liko. Ekari robo niliona kila kitu. That the church is already established here. The sheep are here. Yakomba tayari kanisa limeimarika hapa kondoo wako hapa. Please prepare us. Tafadhali tuandae. We also want to see the kingdom of your God. Pia sisi tunataka kuona ufalme wa Mungu wako. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What a time in the history of the church. Ni wakati mkuu namna gani katika historia yetu? Hivyo basi nitakuwa na wakati ambapo nitawalika hawa wachungaji kwa wakati mmoja katika mkutano. Wengine wao ni maaskofu wa kuku. Hivyo basi tutakuwa na wakati hapa katika makao makuu. Hivyo basi sasa I wanted to say this. Inataka kusema hivi that we are part an expedition, a journey, a study. Ya kwamba tumekuwa na safari, mafundisho. When we began to talk about the rapture of the church that is well illustrated in Revelation chapter 4 verse 1. Wakati tulipoanza kuzungumza kuhusu unyakuzi wa kanisa ambao umetirisho vyema kabisa kwenye kitabu cha Ufunuo sura ya 4. And we saw that there is a profound conversation, a very deep conversation that we are mining from we drinking from that kisima that spring of living water ever since ya kwamba tumeonea kwamba kunao mtemele mkubwa kabisa kabisa tunakunywa kutoka katika hicho kisima tangu ya wakati huo and the message has been very clear the lord has centered it on righteousness on holiness on repentance on turning away from sin na ujumbe umekuwa wazi kabisa the lord has centered it on righteousness bwana ameiweka kwenye uhaki on holiness He has centered it on repentance. Preparedness. Being alert. Being aware. Or keeping our eyes in the sky. What a beautiful time in the history of the church. When it's now crystallizable, it's now palpable. You can almost feel in the air that the Messiah is coming. Because even the things are prophesied, the coronavirus, the locusts, and everything, the way the globe has changed, even a child can tell we've never been this way before. You can tell that the earth is ripening up for the rapture and then the dispensation. The realm of the tribulation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The nations are being prepared for the coming of the king. And so in our conversation, we looked at Revelation chapter 4, verse 1, and the entire chapter 4. 
And we found out that when we were looking at Revelation chapter 4 That in verse 1 it tells him The door open says come up here And then at once he was in the spirit that is the glorification of the church and then at once he found himself inside heaven now standing right in front of the throne of Yahweh and then the focus changed because the voice said come up here let me show you what must happen after this and then now the focus was on the throne the almighty throne of the almighty God the Yahweh of hosts and the events accruing there the events happening there and then we saw that Revelation chapter 4 essentially celebrates the most glorious chapter in the Bible because it is the glorious majesty of God the Father himself. And that is the majesty, the throne of God the Father himself. And then we saw that he that sits there, he is one. The one sits there. The one that sits there. Listen, O Israel, the Lord your God is one. And love the Lord your God with all your heart and serve the Lord your God with all your heart. And all your soul. All your mind. All your strength. And we saw that that was a tremendous rebuke onto the apostasy of idolatry in this age. Because this generation has worshipped Hindu gods, Buddhist gods, Islamic gods, other gods, in New Age world, they have worshipped all manner of gods. And he's saying, look, Yahweh is seated on his throne. You do not need to look for another god. Which god would you be looking for when the Lord Almighty is enthroned, ready to be worshipped? And Sasa mungu gani utakuwa ukitafuta sasa kwa masanamu? Ni mungu gani ambayo unaweza kuwa unatafuta kwa masanamu? Which God would you be looking for when Yahweh is seated on his throne? Ni mungu gani ambayo unaweza kuwa unatafuta kuwabudu wakati Yahweh amekaa katika enzi? And real quick as we summarize this. Na kwa haraka kabisa tunapotia hii katika mutasari. Then a lot of nuggets came from there. A lot of instruction came from there and rebuke. Halafu vipenge vingi kabisa na magizo mengi kabisa na kemeo ikaja kutoka pale. And we saw very clearly that the unsearchable God, the transcendent God, the unknowable 
invisible God, Yahweh. So when he is being described, they say like, like light, like Jasper, like an eagle, like, like. He may not exactly be that. Hivyo basi wakati ambapo anaelezewa wanasema ya kwamba kama mwangaza kama tai like 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 an eagle kama tai like jasper kama yaspi like a rainbow kama upinde wa mvua kama zumaridi like topaz kama topazi all this like like the unknowable god haya yote kama kama mungu ambaye hauwezi kumjua and we saw that the transcendence of god is the holiness of god exalted na tuliona ya kwamba asili ya Mungu ipitaye yote ni utakatifu wa Mungu uliokuwezwa and that transcendence of god demands that he separates from the moral decay of the world of the earth na hiyo asili ya Mungu ya kupita vyote inaamrisha kwamba apate kujitenga kabisa kutoka kwa uozo wa dunia uozo wa maadili wa dunia but we saw an enigma lakini tuliona fumbo we saw an enigma when the transcendent god now finally sends the lamb he comes down to the earth because of his grace his love for his creation which betrays his transcendence so again he is able to reach fallen man interacting with them walking with them Hivyo basi tuliona fumbo kuu kabisa jambo la ajabu kabisa wakati ambapo Mungu apitaye yote ambaye akasema neema lake vile anapenda viumbe vyake inamsaliti anakuwa ya kwamba anapita vyote kabisa anafaa kutenganishwa kabisa na dhambi na binadamu na uovu na uozo wa dunia hii na, na binadamu wenyewe na mambo yao na dhambi anafaa kuwa ametenganishwa kabisa kufuatia ile ukuu wake lakini unapata ya kwamba tena neema yake ile upenda ako nayo kwa viumbe vyake na msaliti sasa tena anakuja anatembea hapa miongoni wa watu wake viumbe vyake kuwakomboa Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He comes again now to walk among his creation. Anakuja tena kutembea miongoni mwa uumbaji wake. When he's very highly exalted, separated most high God. Wakati ambapo amekwezwa sana juu kabisa amejitenga Mungu aliye juu sana. And we saw that that enigma of God Emmanuel God living in us even became greater when the holy spirit now comes and dwells inside our hearts it's even much more difficult to understand and comprehend na tukaona kwamba hilo fumbo kuu kabisa ambalo ni la ajabu kabisa hata kuelewa ya kwamba Mungu Emmanuel Mungu akiishi pamoja nasi anakuja na kukaa ndani ya mioyo zetu kama roho mtakatifu like the whole he comes as the holy spirit anakuja kama roho mtakatifu and so when we looked at chapter 5 we saw that the lord is presenting the glorious lamb of god for worship hivyo basi wakati tulipoangazia kitabu cha ufunuo sura ya 5 tuliona revelation chapter 5 kitabu cha ufunuo sura ya 5 he presents the glorious lamb of god slaughtered slain anamdhihirisha mwanakondoo utukufu wa mungu amechinjwa the lamb of god is wearing the perfect identity of the perfect sacrifice of god wa Mungu amevalia kile kitambulisho kinachofaa kabisa kamilifu cha mwanakondoo mkamilifu wa dhabihu ya Mungu. And I shared with you when the Lord brought me inside the throne of God and I saw the lamb of God slain and at the center of the throne of the Yahweh of hosts. Na nikashiriki pamoja nanyi wakati ambapo Bwana alileta hadi katika enzi ya Mungu Baba mbinguni na nikamwona mwanakondoo wa utukufu wa Mungu amechinjwa. So, Kwa hivyo and I said na kasema that chapter 5 is before chapter 6 ya kwamba sura ya 5 ni kabla sura ya 6 in chapter 5 is presenting the lamb of god for worship the entire creation in heaven and on earth worships the lamb 
katika sura ya tano anamdhihirisha mwanakondoo wa Mungu anayeabudiwa anatuletea he brings the lamb of god the lamb of perfect sacrifice to be worshiped and he centers the blood of the lamb because blood is flowing on his chest anatuletea mwanakondoo wa utukufu ambaye anapaswa kuabudiwa mbingu yote mzima inamwabudu dunia yote mzima inamwabudu kwa sababu damu inatiririka katika premium at the throne of god inside heaven he lays a premium on the blood the blood of the glorious lamb of god na anaweka damu na kuu kabisa katika enzi ya mungu mkuu mwenyezi juu ya damu ya mwanakondoo wa utukufu wa Mungu. In other words he saying worship the blood. Worship the lamb. The blood is for your redemption. Kwa maneno mengine anasema ya kwamba mumuabudu mwanakondoo, mumuabudu damu kwa sababu damu ni kwa ajili ya ukombozi wenu. Chapter 5 is before chapter 6. Na sura ya 5 ni kabla ya sura ya 6. That when you move to chapter 6 when we get time to move there you'll find that the rapture has happened. Ya kwamba tukienda katika sura ya 6 tukipata wakati mtapata ya kwamba unyakuzi umetendeka. Now the Lord is rolling out the events of judgment the events of purging the rebellion from the earth sasa bwana anazindua yale matukio ya hukumu yale matukio ya kuondoa kabisa uovu kutoka kwa dunia is now confronting the wickedness of the earth is confronting the wickedness of man sasa anakabiliana na uovu wa dunia anakabiliana na uovu wa mwanadamu and we looked at daniel chapter 9 verses 24 to 27 na tukaangazia kitabu cha danieli sura ya 9 mstari wa 24 hadi 27 and he says na anasema that seven weeks have been given for thy city ya kwamba majuma saba yamepewa kwa ajili ya mji wako to be rebuilt plus the mitaro plus the trenches kujengwa tena pamoja na zile mitaro and then 60 he said 62 He said 62 weeks for all until the Messiah comes to die in Jerusalem. Halafu anasema ya kwamba na majuma 60 na mawili hadi wakati ambapo Masiha atakuja na kufa Yerusalemu. And he will be with nothing. Even if he dies there, he will be with nothing. He will be cut off and he will be nothing with nothing. Meaning the kingdom will not be established at that time. Na hata kuwa na chochote kabisa, hata kama atakufa pale, hata kuwa na chochote kabisa kumaanisha kwamba ufalme hautakuwa umeimarika kwa wakati huo. And you saw that really when you count all the way 69 weeks from when the decree was made. Na kweli ukihesabu tangia wakati ambapo amri ilipotolewa majuma 69 you find that to the date unapata kwamba hadi kwa tarehe the messiah made the triumphant entry to jerusalem masiya aliingia kwa kishindo yerusalemu and then when he entered there he was slaughtered on the cross halafu wakati alipoingia kule akachinjwa msalabani so the lord stopped the clock he did not start the 70th week of daniel hivyo basi bwana alisimamisha saa hakuanzisha ile juma la sabini la danieli and he brought in the mystery na akaileta ile If you have time and you read from the book of Romans chapter 11 it says until the full number of the gentiles has entered then all Israel will be revived will be saved Ukipata nafasi na usome kitabu cha Warumi sura ya 11 anasema ya kwamba hadi idadi kamilifu ya watu mataifa ipate kuingia ndipo Israeli wote watavuviwa watahuishwa So this is the mystery we are living now His... this is the window the mwanya the little window the Lord has opened for us now in which to prepare very fast and then have the church enter into the glory of heaven before the Lord begins Daniel's 70th week to wind down Hivyo basi hii Hivyo basi hii ndio siri hii ndio mwanya ambayo Bwana ametufungulia sasa ili kwamba tukapate kujiandaa kwa ajili ya kanisa kuingia katika ufalme wa milele katika usalama wa mbinguni halafu ataanzisha ile juma la sabini la Danieli kuelekea kwa mwisho wa historia ya so the window we are taking advantage of now Hivyo basi huu ndio mwanya ambao tunautumia sasa because the events we see 
beginning to accrue on the earth to realize on the earth kwa sababu matukio ambayo tunaona yakianza kutendeka duniani they are synonymous with the realm of the tribulation ni sawa sawa na yale nyanja ya dhiki they are synonymous with the tribulation and the great tribulation ni sawia na katika majira ya dhiki na dhiki kuu because you see the coronavirus i prophesied december 1 2015 these are kinds of diseases and plagues that only happen within the tribulation kwa sababu unaona virusi vya corona ambavyo nilitabiri tarehe moja Desemba mwaka 2015. Haya ni magonjwa na maradhi tu ambayo inatendeka katika mawakati wa dhiki na dhiki kuu. So, na kwa hivyo it is very clear now to everybody. Iko wazi kabisa kwa kila mtu. The time is over. Ya kwamba wakati umekwisha. It is so clear to all. Iko wazi kabisa kwa kila mmoja. The little time we have we have to make exploit we have to do quality preparation Ya kwamba huu muda mdogo ambao tuko nao ni lazima tufanye milipuko nikaweze tukuitumia vizuri kabisa In other words to center holiness in the life of the church Kwa maneno mengine kuweka shina la kati utakatifu katika maisha ya kanisa And that is how we started that's where we are at Na hapo ndipo tulipo And so we decided Hivyo basi tukaamua that we should begin mopping do a review from Revelation chapter 1 2 and 3 4 and 5 Ya kwanza kuangazia tufanye mutasari wa kitabu cha ufunuo sura ya kwanza sura ya pili na ya tatu nne na ya tano And we saw that in Revelation chapter 1 he present, the Messiah appears there as the king of the universe Na tuliona kwamba katika kitabu cha ufunuo sura ya kwanza Masiya anakuja pale kama mfalme wa ulimwengu wote Totally different from the one that came in the manger Akiwa tofauti kabisa kabisa na yule aliyekuja katika hori this time coming as a triumphant king a glorious king a victorious king wakati huu akija kama mfalme aliyeshinda mfalme wa utukufu mfalme mshindi if you read the book of isaiah chapter 63 from verse 1 to verse 6 you see that he describes how he comes from bozra from edom from bozra he comes enjoying the strength the might of his victory and his garment is tainted with blood ukisoma kwenye kitabu cha isaya sura ya 63 kuanzia mstari wa kwanza hadi wa sita unaona jinsi ambavyo anaelezea pale jinsi anavyokuja katika nguvu ya ushindi anakuja kutoka bosra kutoka edomu and is riding with might na anakuja kwa ukuu enjoying the might of his victory the strength of his triumph akiufurahia ukuu wa ushindi wake nguvu za ushindi wake that is a prophecy that you see embedded in the book of revelation chapter 19 verse 13 to 15 when he comes dressed in robe dipped in blood huo ndio unabii ambao unaona umewekwa pale kwenye kitabu cha ufunuo yohana revelation 19 13 to 15 ufunuo yohana 19 kumstari wa 13 na 15 when you see him coming and dipped his garment is dipped is dressed in a robe dipped in blood na unamwona akija nalo vazi lake amevaa vazi ambalo limechovywa kwenye damu when he appeared to me in the sky i saw that robe dipped in blood wakati aliponijia katika anga nililiona hilo vazi ambalo lilichovywa kwenye damu and so and then we also came to revelation chapters 2 and 3 to see what message did the messiah instruct what letters did he write to the seven churches of revelation halafu tukaja kwenye kitabu cha ufunuo sura ya pili na ya tatu kuona je ni ujumbe upi ambao masiya aliagiza iandikwe kwa makanisa saba ya ufunuo and then we encountered i took as a sample i decided to take as a sample the message sent to the church in lodisia halafu nikaamua kuchukua kama mfano ujumbe ambao alitumia kanisa la laodikia because i thought that was a very classic example of the present day church kwa sababu nilifikiria kwamba huu ni mfano uliobora kabisa 
And we saw there, for example, Revelation 3, 15, 16, how the Messiah spoke about the condition of that church. That church in Laodicea. How we spoke about the condition of that church. For example, now I read from King James. I'm reading the book of Revelation chapter 3. Turn with me real quick as we begin now. Verses 15 and 16. How he talks about his feelings. About the condition of that church. Which is exact. Synonymous with the present day church. He says, I know thy works. That thou art neither cold nor hot. I would though, I would though, wert. I would thought that thou were cold or hot. That's what I let me translate for you this King James. In other words, I preferred, I would prefer that you be either hot or cold. So then, because thou art lukewarm, and neither cold nor hot. I will spew thee out of my mouth. Spew thee. And so you see the narrative there. And then ahead there he says, now, repent, repent. That's the biggest message in that entire message, the, the entire uh, message sent to the church in Laodicea. The most important aspect is that he opens the window and says, repent now. That if you repent, you can reverse that. So in the letter that Christ Jesus himself wrote to the church in Laodicea, the church today also in that letter, the Lord has actually placed a premium on repentance. Because if you see the condition of the church is describing, it says, look warm, I will spew you, I will spit you out of my mouth, meaning push you away from the presence of God into hell. But however terrible, look at the door he opens. He says, look, uh, repent. If you, if you repent, everything will be alright. Repent. And then it's also very astounding there. That in that message he says he's standing out, out at the other side of the door, the outside, knocking the door for the church to open for him. And so that becomes a tremendous awakening that sometimes you can worship the Lord in the church as you have seen in this generation. And the Lord is not in the church and you are not even aware.
He is not in the Laodicean church. He's not there. Hayuko katika kanisa la Laodikia, hayuko huko ndani. The Lord is outside. Bwana yuko nje. Knocking. Akibisha. But they are busy running their Pascal services without knowing that the Lord is not listening. He's not with them there. Lakini wao wanashughulika kabisa wakiendeleza ibada zao za kiratiba lakini hawajui kwamba Mungu hayuko pale hasikilizi yako huko. Isn't that what you see in the present day church? Je, si hicho ndicho unaona katika kanisa la sasa hivi? Because ever since the Lord sent me, I established unto this generation the benchmarks of the presence of God inside the house of God. Kwa sababu tangia Bwana aliponituma katika kanisa hili, nimeimarisha kabisa kabisa viwango vya uwepo wa Mungu. kanisa la kizazi hiki in the church of this generation. Katangia Bwana aliponituma katika kanisa la kizazi hiki, nimeimarisha wazi kabisa viwango vya uwepo wa Mungu katika majira haya. For example, kwa mfano, when the Lord is in the house, wakati Bwana yuko katika nyumba, the cripples get up and walk. Viwete wanasimama na kutembea. The blind eyes open and see. Macho vipofu yanafunguka na kuona. The deaf can hear. Viziwi wanaweza kusikia. The mute can speak. Mabubu wanaweza kuongea. There is a testimony. Kuna ushuhuda. And then the wonders take place. The sun is clapping. Halafu maajabu yanatendeka jua linapiga makofi. God is writing in the sky. Mungu anaandika katika anga. The collision of neutron stars. Kugongana kwa nyota za neutroni. Righteousness is being centered at the in the center of the Christian worship experience. Uhaki unawekwa shina la kati katika ibada ya Mkristo. Holiness becomes a premium in the Christian worship experience. Utakatifu unafanyika dhamana kuu kabisa katika maisha ya ibada ya Mkristo. Repentance becomes the stripe, the stripe of the Christian. Dam utoba inafanyika vile viwango alama za Mkristo. And he says finally. Na anasema ya kwamba hatimaye God himself comes to the house the cloud comes the glory is in the house he is tabernacled Mungu in the house he is tabernacled in the house. Mungu mwenyewe anakuja katika nyumba utukufu unakuja katika nyumba yeye mwenyewe utukufu wake umehekalushwa katika nyumba. So these are irrefutable standards of God. Hivyo basi hivi ni viwango vya Mungu ambavyo haviwezi kupingwa viwango vya Mungu ambavyo haviwezi kukosolewa undeniable yardsticks of God's presence vipimio vya Mungu vya uwepo wa Mungu ambavyo viwezi these are incontrovertible signs that the Lord is in the house hizi ni ishara kuu kabisa zisizopingwa ya kwamba Bwana yuko katika nyumba and so God is not a joke na kwa hivyo Mungu si mchezo what the Lord is saying kila ambacho Bwana anasema that the worshiping of the Lord is not a joke in the church ya kwamba kumwabudu Bwana sio mchezo katika kanisa because he is our only hope kwa sababu yeye ndiye tumaini letu la pekee so we cannot play around with worship kwa hivyo hatuwezi kucheza cheza na ibada the way you see the present church in Nairobi na Kakamega where Kisumu Eldoret and all over the world has done America jinsi ambavyo unaona kanisa la leo hii kote kote Nairobi Kakamega Kisumu kila mahali hata Marekani wamefanya Europe everywhere Australia South Africa Nigeria name it Europa kila mahali Zambia Malawi is even worse Zambia Zambia Malawi Afrika Kusini ni mbaya kabisa Uganda kila mahali playing around with the immorality in the church. Jinsi wanacheza cheza na usharati ndani ya kanisa. It's totally unacceptable because the Lord is the only hope for this generation for mankind. Haikubaliki kabisa kabisa kwa sababu Bwana ndiye tumaini la pekee kwa kizazi hiki kwa mwanadamu. That when hospitals have given up then they run only to the Lord alone as the doctor of last resort. Ya kwamba wakati ambapo madaktari na hospitali wameshindwa wanamkimbilia Bwana peke yake kama vile yeye aliye wa mwisho wa matokeo ya mwisho. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we saw some of those. So we are still at the same 
church in Laodicea. Because we saw that the Lord was rebuking the lukewarmness. He says, for lukewarmness, I will throw you into hell. And I gave you characteristics of the lukewarm church. It is essentially a fallen church, an apostate church. And then after that, I began to look at the opposite of lukewarm. Now, the hot church, the church on fire, the believer on fire, the Christian on fuego, fire. And that is where we are at until today. The church on fire. And I want you to understand that sometimes you may be worshipping in the church yet you have already lost the fire of God. That is the message the Lord is bringing through here. And there are certain things, certain visitations in the church that are always meant to ignite the fire, the fire of God in the souls, in the hearts of men, the hearts of the worshippers in the church. So when those igniters, when those vibrity, the igniters are not in the church, then you can expect that the whole church is going to be lukewarm and say, I'll spew you, I'll puke you. And in Dutch, in, in Deutschland, in Germany, in Dutch, he says, I'll vomit you. Hivyo basi anasema ya kwamba kunazo mitembeleo kadha wa kadha ambazo zinawasha zinawasha moto katika mioyo za wanadamu katika mioyo za wanadamu get up and walk those are meant to light up fire in the hearts of men Kwa mfano wakati ambapo viwete wanasimama na kutembea hiyo ni ya kuwasha moto katika mioyo ya watu and that church becomes a church on fire Na hilo kanisa lafanyika kanisa la moto Enjoying the revival flames of God Wakifurahia kabisa miole ya moto ya Mungu And so today now on that short note on our interested people to another perfect example of a church that is on fire it is not lukewarm and we saw that lukewarmness is essentially apostasy in the church. And that's why sometimes you see someone falls away. That is apostasy. That is called lukewarmness. That is what Jesus says, I'll spit you out. And so can we look at this wonderful painting the picture of a church on fire tonight? I give you a warning. This is a long sermon, blessed people. So when you look at the Bible, there are certain generals of God. The, the, when you look at the Old Testament, let's begin from the Old Testament. There are certain generals of God. There are certain principles of God in the Bible. That where the beholders of fire of God's fire as they walked on the earth, as they ministered before the Lord. One of them, for example, is Enoch. We know that Enoch was perpetually on fire for God. 
Tunajua kwamba Enoki kila wakati mfululizo alikuwa kwa moto kabisa kwa ajili ya Mungu. Until God chose to walk with him. He walked with God at the darkest hour on the earth. Hadi Mungu akachagua kutembea pamoja naye. Alitembea pamoja na Mungu katika wasaa wa giza kabisa katika dunia. You don't know the pressure. You don't know the things the neighbors told him. Hamjui ule msukumo. Hamjui mambo ambayo majirani walimwambia. Because it was a dispensation of absolute darkness. There is no hope yet. There's no hope that the Messiah will come and deliver man. The earth is covered by darkness. Kwa sababu yalikuwa majira ya giza totoro kabisa kabisa. Bado hakukuwa na tumaini ya kwamba Masiya atakuja na kulikomboa dunia. So you don't know the mockery, the blackmail, the blasphemy that was said at him. Hivyo basi haujui zile kejeli, dhihaka, makufuru ambayo yalisemwa dhidi yake. The defamation. Kule kuharibiwa jina. That were thrown at him. Ambayo alitupiwa. Because the whole earth was engulfed into sin. A very sinful generation. Kwa sababu dunia yote mzima ilikuwa imezama kabisa katika dhambi. And for you to choose to walk with God in such a tight walk. Na kwa kwa wewe kuchagua kutembea pamoja na Mungu katika mtembeo uliomkali na hiyo. tight walk like that. Katika mtembeo ambao ni mkali kabisa namna hiyo. When there is absolute obscurity, absolute darkness cover the earth. Wakati ambapo kuna giza totoro kabisa limefunika dunia. Ai. The pressure must have been high. Msukumo ni lazima ulikuwa mkubwa kabisa. That's why it demands a certain type of fire. Hivyo basi ndio sababu inahitaji aina fulani ya moto. For you to sustain that glorious walk. Kwa kwa wewe kudumisha mtembeo huu utukufu. Until the Lord took him away. Let's begin right there.